This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning, it's a happy Friday to clear victory. My name is Andrew. Who's on the call with me? Good morning, Brother Andrew. It's grateful, Deborah Evans. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, grateful Deborah Evans. Happy Friday. Grateful to have you on board. Thank you. It's great to be here. Amen. It's a wondrous day. This train is rolling on the glory. Who's enjoying the ride with me? Let me know. A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. Tongue of the wise useth knowledge aright, but the mouth of a fool pours out foolishness. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breath in the spirit. A fool despiseth his father's instruction, but he that regardeth reproof is prudent. In the house of the righteous is much treasure. But in the revenues of the wreckage is trouble. The lips of the wise disperse knowledge, but the heart of the foolish doeth not so. Sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. The way of the wicked is an abomination unto the Lord, but he that loveth him that follows after righteousness. It's a faithful Friday to clear victory. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? Good morning, Brother Andrew. It's Brother Michael. Hey, Brother Michael. Good to have you on the wall, brother. Good to be here, my man. Thank you. Thank you. Correction is grievous unto him that forsaketh the way, and he that hateth reproof shall die. Good morning, it's Susie. Hey, Sister Susie. Oh, hey, Brother Andrew. Same to you. You have a wonderful and blessed day. You as well. Thank you. you. How have you been? Uh, I've been dealing with storms over here. 
Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, usually we don't lose power, but power has been off, uh, on and on for big chunks of, of time. Mm-hmm. Usually, you know, uh, it's only maybe a few minutes, but this last time, uh, the storm poured through, it was maybe six to eight hours. Wow. And that's problematic because uh, it, it, it's getting warmer and getting humid. We're having oh boy. temperature swings of maybe like 40 degrees. Uh. Day and night. Yeah. So things are things are stressed, especially for people that may have asthma. Oh yeah, so, well, it's going to be in in the high nineties here today. Yeah, like that. But like like it's that warm over here, but at night it gets down to like forty, maybe like forty five, and uh, and that yeah, the swing is is really stressing the power line, and uh, not much you can do except deal with it. Yeah. Okay, well, you have a wonderful day. You as well, too. Thank you, Chris. Okay, you too, brother. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Good morning. Declare victory. This is Pretty Patrice. Happy Friday. Good morning. Declare victory. God, it is good all the time. Happy Friday. Good to hear from you, sis. From you two fine sisters. If it weren't for him, where would we be? It's a favorite Friday. My name is Andrew. This train is rolling to glory. Who's with me on the call? And good morning, Declare Victory. This is Kedra. Happy Friday. Hey, sister. Happy Friday. So good to hear you. Good morning, Mrs. Mary. Good morning, Mary. Happy Friday to you. Thank you. Good morning, morning, Brother Andrew. I've heard heard two different people. Good morning. This is Monica, and I was wondering if I can get a prayer request in. Yes, ma'am. For For my... It's for uh, my friend Janice. And it's for her brother, Dwight. He's battling cancer. Now say that again. It's for your For Dwight. Okay. He's battling cancer. Yes, ma'am. And his sister is my friend, Janice. Gotcha. 
And also, can I get another one for my friend Patsy? She's battling COVID. Okay. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Happy Friday, everyone. Hey, Prosperous Pam. Happy Friday to you. Thank you. You too. Good morning, beautiful people. Happy Favorite Friday. It's Rochelle. Hey, hey, Andrew. Hey, sister. Good morning to you. Happy Friday. Yes, indeedy. Can I add a prayer request? You sure can. I just want to pray for um, my um, about to become a grandmommy again, and I'm just praying for a safe delivery for um, my daughter-in-law and my son. Her, the mom's name is Kanisha. You, you just call her Nisha. Um, we just want to play for pray for a safe. Uh, healthy delivery, no complications, you know. It's the blessing of the Lord. Gotcha. Give Thank me you. a give me a minute here. Morning. This is Leomia, and I'm asking for prayer this morning for my son Jeff. He's he's not doing Jeff's not doing good. Um, he's gone through a lot of stuff. Well, depression, really, what it is. He's depressed about his children. One of them, I don't think he has ever seen it all. He's 16 years old. Mm-hmm. The other one, he has been, um, she's, um, well, I don't want to go, I don't want to blame, well, the six and one, I guess, and a half a dozen in the other. But she's, she's 20 something, and she's just had a baby. And he's never seen the baby. And he, as far as I know, it's been 10 or 12 years since he's seen her. They used to communicate, but I don't think they've done that lately. So I'm just asking prayer for him. Gotcha. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. Okay. We know the Lord sees all, and his eyes go to and fro in the earth, and so he knows and understands, but we need to hold on to the faith, stretch out our love in our hands, and look upward to him. And as we do that, and we're on one accord, he hears and understand the the pain that we feel and our requests humbly 
presented before him always get addressed. And all we have to do is to condition, and he is already in the room. And again, he he knows he knows our hearts. So all we have to do is call him up, tell him what we want. Yes. Yeah. We we trust and believe with you, sister, and we find with you, like I said, on one accord, that the Lord will move according to His will, but His will is good and perfect. We trust in that. Thank you. Thank you. Duty bound, sister. Duty bound. Because we're family here. And this family is of declare victory. And we are here to reach up with the ties that bind to hold on to the Lord this morning, this Friday, this first week of June. Who's with me on the call? Good morning. It's Chris Shonda, and it's a victorious day. So good to hear your voice. Happy Friday, everyone. God bless Happy you. Friday. Happy Friday, Krishanda. Good to have you on board. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Praise good God. Friday. Good morning. This is Rita. Have a blessed day and enjoy the weekend with Jesus. Good morning. Great to hear you this morning. Happy Friday. Now, according to the clock on the wall, we need to get this train rolling, and I'm going to ask everyone that can hear me, everyone under the sound of my voice, to please activate the mute feature on your phone. Activate it and make sure as we continue that it stays active in the mute phase and comes off of mute only when requested by the speaker of the minute and the person of the hour so that the the will of the Lord gets understood and gets heard as it is expressed. That way, your day is going to be as maximally blessed as possible. You don't want anything interrupting the receiving and the expressing of that thing self word. Good morning again. My name is Andrew again. And I'm your host this morning. Thank you for joining us here at Declare Victory. We are a prayer call and we meet Monday through Friday, starting at six AM Pacific Standard Time, eight AM Central Standard Time, and nine AM on the East Coast to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us during the month of June, where our monthly theme is entitled Sanctification Set Apart. All the declarations will be focused on the importance of sanctification and being set apart to do and hear the will of God so that you can execute 
this plan for your life. There's only one announcement today. There will not be a Friday Night Live this evening, but it will resume back next week. Again, no Friday Night Live this evening. We will be in session the following week. There were no online prayer requests this morning, but there were spoken requests that were not on the app. They were spoken during the meeting week. One is for from Monica, and she is asking for prayer for her friend Janet. Dwight has cancer, and we're lifting Dwight up before the throne of grace for coverage. He not only knows the body best because he designed it, but he careth for us and those who claim him as our Lord and Savior. And he dwells in the praise of his saints. And so we're asking and lifting Dwight before the throne. Also, we're lifting Patsy for the self-same reason. She has COVID. And we know COVID affects everyone differently, but it affects people of color way more than everybody else. And so for whatever Patsy's need will be, we know that the Lord has a counterman for that. So we're lifting her up for coverage and blessing. We're lifting Dee Dee up for Nisha. Nisha is having a delivery. So we know how stressful that is, but we also know that the cares of the mighty are wrapping in his hands. His hands are on this child. Child that is to be born will be mighty in his name. And so we're asking everyone to pray and continue to pray that the delivery go well and the mother be fine and the baby be strong and the power of the mighty. Sylvia submitted a request and we're praying for Jim and his children to be tied by the lines that bind and everyone be closer to the Lord. And as we walk the glory, that we walk in together with Christian love and stride the same stride on the straight and narrow. And for all the unspoken request we're asking that as we uplift our hearts we pray that the Lord meet every need and meet it well order the call of the scholars prayer and corporate praise will be brought by brother E.K. Dawson the declaration will be brought by brother Marcus that order once again Prayer and corporate praise 
was brought by Brother E.K. The declaration will be brought by Brother Marvin. We will immediately go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. Scripture for today is John 17, verse 17. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. May the Lord add a blessing for the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. This time we're going to ask you to make sure your phones are on continually until instructed to come on before the grave. Now pass the call to the prayer warrior and let the Lord's blessings be upon you all. My name is Andrew Hart, and I pass the call. Brother E.K., if you're praying, we can't hear you. All holy and all wise Father, given every good and perfect gift, we come before you, Father God, with hands lifted up to you. And Father, before we utter any phrase, we ask you to bless us. Please, Father, for forgiving us of our sins, cleansing us from all unrighteousness. For you said in your word, if we regard any iniquity in our heart, you will not hear us. Father, we need you to hear us because you are heavenly, Father. You are gracious and you are true. You are holy and strong and mighty. Father God, we need your forgiveness. And we thank you for being the Lord of glory. We thank you for being the creator of the universe. We thank you, Father, for the way to the tree of life. Father God, we thank you for the salvation that is in art of our choice. If we choose you, Father God, we choose life. We thank you for just who you are. We thank you for what you've taken us through. We thank you for how you preserve a path to eternal life through your way, through your son. Father God, we thank you that you care for us the way you do. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your truth. And we just thank you, Father God, for the time that you gave us this morning on this day that we can still reach another. We can still reach over and touch you. We can still can be blessed in light of this son because of who you are and because we need you. Oh, thank you, Father, for how we tread the 
crown on this day. Father God, we still know people need to hear your story. We know people still need the gospel. Father God, we still know people are in trouble and they need a kind word. Father God, we know we still need you when there are sick in the hospital. We know we still need you when there are people in hospice care knowing that they will phase into the next life within moments, within hours, or within days. Father God, we know on this day there are still people feeling that ending their life means ending their pain. And they don't know or they don't care what happens after that transition. We still need to get a word to them, Father, that you're here and you love them. You will forgive them anything that they've done. Father God, things, things are tough for people right now. Some just can't handle the stress of failure. Some can handle the stress of dealing with everything that comes with history of their life but father we know that you can reach down and fix everything every time we need you father god we need you to wrap your arms around us father we need you straight rain us back with the with the strands of our mind father and set them on you. Oh, Father God, we love you. Oh, Father God, we need you. Father God, we can't go a step. We dare not take a step without you. Our enemy is, is powerful. He is in every But your eyes go forth in the world, but they go forth before us, and they're mighty and strong. And we just need you, Father God. We just need you, Father God. White needs you, Father God, this morning to help him with his cancer. He needs you with his treatment. He needs you with the evenings when there's no one he can call. He needs you in the mornings, Father, to just handle the transition from the day before to the next morning. Oh, Father God, be with him. Sit with him. Wrap your arms around him, Father. Console him, Father. Lift him up. Protect him and heal him. Speak to his spirit through the the ongoing, Father, to let him know that you have not left him or forsaken him. Father God, be with Patsy. Hold her, Father, in every breath. Still her, Father. Still her spirit as she sees the news report on how many people have died through this. But it shall not be her that she will live and not die. So saith the Lord. Bless her and help her. Be with Nisha 
doing her delivery, Father God. As the pangs of childbirth start to rack through her, Father, let your song be in her heart. Lift her and strengthen her, Father. Be her strength, Father. Be her covering for the storm. And when she's gone through it, Father, bless her with a healthy and strong baby. Let the baby's cries be a sweet blessing to her ear and a sweet thing to you and before you, Father. There was a yet another soul for your kingdom. We bless you, Father God. We're asking for Jim and his children to be consecrated again to their own. Father God, reach out and gather them together as a shepherd will gather his feet. Let the children gather unto Jim and he gathers unto you, Father God. Bind them together. Tie them together. Love them together, Father God. We need you. Father God, we ask you to bless the children as they are coming and going to school. We ask you to cover them during this this summer. Father God, we ask you to cover them in their packets of misery and distress, the ones that are being bullied, the ones that are being abused, the ones that are in food unsurety, the ones that go hungry, the ones that don't have friends, the ones that are in houses that because of financial disability, because of parents not seeing eye to eye and not knowing how to resolve the conflict for all sorts of reasons and for the cares of this world. Their families are unstable. Father God, we ask you to reach down and reach around as they look up and wonder to help the children, Father God. We ask the self same for the widows, the ones that don't have people coming to see them, children being engaged in their lives and not really reaching forward uh, the mothers and the fathers across the miles. Father God, they still need you, and we ask you to touch them with a heart of gladness. Touch them with a heart of mercy that they may feel better as the days progress. But, Father, we're here to bless you because all of these things can and will be done according to your will. But we need you. They need you. We all need you to get from point A to point B, even if it's only just 10 feet away, every step, Father God, we need you in that undertaking. And we miss you for those times that we step out of fellowship. Father God, it's just so great to step back in fellowship with you and commune with you and to tell you all our troubles 
and to hear your wisdom and to just visit with you. Father God, there's no one like you. There is no one that can take care of us like you. There's no one that can understand like you. There is no one that can fix it and make it better like you. There is none like you. You are the most high. You see all and combat all in victory. And Father, as we take our phones off you, we will tell you the self same thing of just how important you are. Hallelujah, Lord God. We thank you for your grace. Hallelujah. And Ah, oh, hallelujah. We praise your name. We give you all the glory and all the praise, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his holy name. He is worthy to be praised. Oh, God, we thank you, Lord God, that you heard our petitions. That you need us all we even ask. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord God, that you heard every cry. We thank you, God, that you are the comforter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That you need all of our needs, Lord God. So we 
thank you right now. We thank you for covering. Hallelujah for refreshing for the death You're the most amazing thing in our life, Father God. And we ask you just wrap your arms around us, draw us near, and hear our cries for mercy, for forgiveness, for help in a time of need. Father God, there's nothing better in our lives than you. And we ask you to look down on us with love and mercy. For these things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. We pass the call to the prayer. Amen. Thank you, Brother Andrew. Can you hear me okay? Yep, got you coming through. Awesome, awesome. Good morning, everyone. Um, it's a pleasure and a blessing, <clears throat> excuse me, to be on the call again and to be able to share. Seems like it's been a minute. Um, but nevertheless, God is good. Excuse me for a moment. Okay, I had to take a sip of some water and get my throat, my throat together, <laughs> as my sister says. All right. Um, it's a pleasure to be on the call again. Seems like it's been a minute since I've joined you all, but um, I've listened in here and there, and um, I've been a busy guy. I've been God has kept me busy, and I'm grateful for it. Keep me out of trouble, as they say. Um, uh, with the school year wrapping, and um, we just had our eighth grade eighth graders graduated. Some kids that I've had since, since kindergarten, and um, I'm just really proud of everything that's happening. 
and is going on. Also, some changes, excuse me, <clears throat> some changes and advances God is blessing. I mean, I think I shared with you all um, that uh, I was able to receive my credential and so uh, teaching credential. And so starting next year, I'll have a brand new contract. So y'all, I mean, even though that's a blessing, um, I'm just asking for your prayers that I manage my elevation well, because elevation is not always something that feels good. Sometimes with elevation um, comes pressure and comes uh, other things that, that can not feel so good, even though it's good for you, good to you and good for you. All right, I'm going to move right into what we're talking about today. I have two scriptures I'm going to give to you, Philippians 2 and 13 and Romans 8 and 13. I'll give that to you again. Philippians 2 and 13, and then Romans 8 and 13. And one more time for the Holy Ghost. Philippians 2 and 13, and Romans 8 and 13. I will read uh, starting with Philippians 2 and 13. It says, for it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. And then uh, Romans 8 and 13, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't really have a topic today. I was, I don't even, I don't even know what the title is, but I just, I guess I just want to just just allow me to talk through this um, set apart sanctification. Uh, the other day, um, actually a few months ago, I was on TikTok and I discovered uh, this recipe to um, uh, something called honey garlic chicken. Um, it, it's an Asian style dish. Um, and the guy did a recipe and I looked at it and I said, hey, man, that looks good. I'm going to try it. So, of course, I went and got the ingredients and got in my kitchen and, uh, um, you know, I, I, I did something that my mom taught me recently. Um, I should have learned this a long time ago, um, to chop up vegetables as your seasoning. Now, y'all y'all listening to me and you going, that's old school, Mark. You should have learned that a long time ago. Hey, I learned it. Don't, don't judge me. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I, I, um, I pulled out my vegetables. I set them aside. You know, I put them on different places. And I had my cutting board, everything ready. I was so excited. I'm ready to do this recipe. Um, and the one thing that I needed was a knife, a butcher knife, right? Um, there's something very, very uh, efficient about a butcher knife. Butcher knife in particular, I, I, I like using the butcher knife, butcher knife that I have. Trust me, I'm going somewhere with this. Just follow me. Um, uh, the the I like using the butcher knife that I have because it cuts well and and, and the way that you chop the the um, vegetables are they it works better right um, but one thing I noticed I've had this butcher knife for some time and so I I noticed as I started to cut it was a little dull so uh, I I needed to grab the sharpener so I pulled the sharpener out and I'm you know like. Back and forth on both sides of the blade. I had to do that several times to get it sharpened, to get it prepared, and I even had to blow on it, you know, wipe it off a little bit, um, because when you're sharpening a knife, anybody knows anything about sharpening a knife? 
um, it takes away little pieces of the knife itself, right? And 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 so you're you're not just um, you're not just making that knife cuttable, but you're also cutting away from the knife as you prepare the knife to do its cutting. Okay. So so with that setup, let me now go into what I want to talk about. Um, many people tend to tend to talk about sanctification as though it's glorification, if you will. Um, glorification is to make some to, to to put something on parade or make it an, an elegant thing, you know, you know, to to lift it up on a pedestal or to make this thing the thing, right? Um, and and they use sanctification as glorification, and, and they say things like, um, and and I'm not saying this to everybody that says this. I just know there are people who do this. They they testify or they say things like, uh, first came out of God who's the glory uh, who's ahead of my life. Uh, I, I, I thank God for being saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Fresh Holy Spirit, and that's beautiful to say. But you have to be careful of your intention. Um, you have to be careful of how it communicates. Um, I'm sanctified. I know I'm sanctified, you know. And, and and when people use that, a lot of sometimes I've heard folks, and I know some folks I know have used that statement as if to say, you know, I don't smoke no more, so I'm sanctified. I don't, you know, I don't drink no more, so I'm sanctified. You know, but being sanctified, um, people of God, as we have heard from previous speakers or from you know those who have spoken already. Um, is it, 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 to be set apart, yes, um, but it's also to be freed from things. Now, a lot of people, they, they say I'm sanctified as it, and set apart as to say I'm set apart from people. Yes, and if you look at the, the biblical definition of sanctification or being set apart, it actually also means to be free from sin to be detached from bondage. Now, having said that, let me connect the butcher knife to what we're talking about right now. A lot of times when you're being freed, it doesn't feel good. In fact, I can't think of a time that when God was purifying me and sanctifying me that I was like, "Woo, thank you, Jesus. Bring on more. You know, free, take it away, Lord. Take it all away. I just want it all out. It, it doesn't feel good. When you're getting surgery done on you, you get cut. You get cut away so you can be cut a bowl. Uh, you get shaved, if you will, and pieces of you come off of you so you can be used by the master. You understand? Um, um, there's so much that we have on us. Um, if you think about the sins um, that we commit, it's, it's not the sin it's, those are not just actions. It's 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 something in us or something on us. Um, someone needs to mute. It's something in us or on us that God needs to cut off of us or pull out of us so that we can be usable. Because you you it's hard to be usable. Um, let me put it like this: God wants to use you. But he has to cut some things out of you and things off of you before he can use you. And so, and so I want us to understand what sanctification truly is. Let's look at the scripture here. If you live according to the flesh, you will die. So what am I saying here? What, what are we saying here? Look at this. 
you live according to the flesh, right, you do things out of your flesh, you'll die. Maybe not necessarily a physical death, but maybe so. Um, but you'll definitely die a spiritual death. Now, think back to Adam and Eve. Um, um, when, when they committed those sins, they were living by the flesh. And because they, their actions were done in the flesh, they died a spiritual death. They were disconnected from God, right? But if by the spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body. So what are you saying? In other words, I need the Holy Spirit to sanctify me. Yes, there are some things I need to do myself, but I can't do it without his spirit. I can't be sanctified on my own. Just because I stop smoking doesn't mean I'm sanctified. Just because I don't sleep around no more doesn't mean I'm sanctified. Because there's a whole lot of people that make a decision not to do something anymore, and it doesn't mean they're sanctified. See, uh, 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 yeah, maybe you quit, you know, maybe you're not sleeping around. You, you, you're not sleeping with JoJo no more because, he did, you know, you, you just decided you didn't want to do it no more. That's great. But does that mean you're sanctified? You may not be sleeping with JoJo, but now you're messing around and, and, and flirting around with uh, Alan. So think about it. It, it. The sanctification comes when, whether it's JoJo, Alan, Robert, uh, Roberto, whether it's, you know, Francesca, whoever it is. It doesn't matter because I'm sanctified. No one can get that sin out of me. You understand what I'm saying? Um, now it's not about the people that I do the deeds with, but it's about what God has cut out of me. And now uh, not only is the action gone, but the desire to do it is gone. And it has little to do with me. Let me also make something else clear. Um, um, set, being set apart, hear this now. Being set apart, all right, um, it's, it, 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 it's something in you. Let, let, me, let me go to, let me go to, oh, here it is, here it is, Philippians 2 and 13. So let's go to our scripture here. For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. There's a scripture also in here that says, um, let me find that. Not, here we go. Hold on, here it is. I got you. Hold on, I'm coming. Here it is. All right. So there's a version of this scripture that says this, Philippians 2 and 13. I'm going to read the amplified version. <laughs> Excuse me. Where it says, for it is not your strength, but it is God who is effectively at work in you. Okay? It is not your strength. It is not your strength. Okay? So, so, so for you to say, you know, I don't do this no more. I don't do that no more. It, it ain't about me. I'm not, I mean, that's great that I can make a decision to stop doing things, but when God is in it, when I'm doing it by his spirit, that's what separates me, okay? So what happens in sanctification, and this is where I was alluding to, what happens in sanctification is it becomes less about me and more about his spirit. If, 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 if people see my life, and they see the things I don't do and the great deeds I do, then it's not by his spirit. But if people look at my life and they see, ooh, it was only by God's hand that they would be able to do that. It was only by his spirit. My God, it, it, uh, I know that there's a God somewhere because sister so-and-so, brother so-and-so has been changed. Uh, they couldn't do this by themselves. You understand? That's when it's about God's 
So when you get sanctified, don't glorify yourself. Don't put yourself on a pedestal. Don't lift yourself up in the air and act like I'm so sanctimonious and I'm so great and grand. Because if it had not been for the Lord who freed you, honey, sister, darling, brother, uh, whoever is listening, understand it only takes but a moment to get back into something terrible. It only takes a moment to lose your status. When God frees you, you better keep you. It, I would behoove you. It would behoove you to keep an humble spirit about it, to keep an humble attitude. And remember, I remember where I came from. I don't need nobody to remind me. In fact, I remind myself. Back in the day, I used to, and thank God that because of God, I, you know, I don't even know how I got here, but I'm glad I'm here. Thank you, God, for freeing me, and I'm not freeing me, and I'm not going to forget how you did it. You did it for me. Now, God sanctifies me. Y'all excuse the garbage truck. Um, it's driving by right now. Um, God sanctifies me and carries carries my dirt away in a garbage truck. <laughs> and then and then there's the part where I need to sanctify myself. So once God frees me, once God sanctifies me. Now, now you do realize that because Jesus died on the cross, his sacrifice made my sanctification possible. Had it not been for his sacrifice, I, I, there's no way I could be sanctified. There's no way. There's no way I could be free. There's no way I could be pure. There's no way. There's no way. Understand that. It had little to do with me. Um, it has more to do with the spirit. So this ought to be an encouragement to those people who feel like, I can't stop XYZ. I don't know how to get out of XYZ. I don't know how to, you know, get, you know, get to a place where I can change. Let me tell you, if you rely on his spirit, there's no, there's, it's so true. And I hate to sound cliche-ish, but there's nothing too hard for God. When God is in it, it's absolutely possible. Anything is possible with God. In fact, um, he will blow your mind. You need to expect God to do exceedingly above what you can even ask or think. God, I want a car, but God, I expect you to do worse, more than that. You know, uh, uh, God, I, you know, I'm looking for an apartment, but God, I expect you to exceed my expectations. Blow my mind, Lord. Blow me away. Like, you know, do something like miraculous. I, I, I accept it. Um, we need to get out of this thing that we think that God only does the minimal for us. That's not, that's not God. He wouldn't be God if he couldn't do, if he, if he, you know, couldn't do big, big, big things. He's a big God. Um, and he looks higher. You know what I mean? He, he can see the scope of everything. He can look at you and he looks at us and he knows the beginning and the end of our lives, the in-betweens, all the stuff that's happening. So, so understand, uh, saints of God, I mean, I guess all I'm, I'm getting at is, is, to, is to remind us that sanctification, of course, it needs to be set apart. And, and, and most of the work God does, some of the work we do, we work out our, our soul salvation, um, but a lot of the work God does. Um, it's a partnership. It's not something I do on my own. I'm, a, I'm about to go be sanctified, y'all. You know, I'm about to go get, you know, uh-uh. 
Lord, help me. Because if it's not, if, if, if without your hand, there's no way I could do it. Without your touch, without you breathing on me, without you uh, freeing me. Now, Lord, as you free me, um, help me to be okay with how you do it. If you find anything in me that shouldn't be, take it out and then strengthen me. You know why they said strengthen me? Uh, because I need to be strengthened so I don't go back to whatever God has taken out of me, right? I need to be strengthened um, also so, so, that, so that while, God, you're cutting on me like I was cutting that knife and, and, and cutting away, God, that, that I don't get so engrossed in the pain that I feel from being cut that I don't pull away from the cutting. You understand. You understand. Uh, that, that cutting, like I said, can be painful. Because God cuts away some things that are attached to me. Anybody ever had um, any kind of sore, uh, a sore? Um, it, 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 it becomes a part of you. It's like a growth on you, and uh, or a blister, right? Um, and 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 when that when when you need to get that blister off, it it hurts. It really hurts because it's a part of you, and so. I want you to be encouraged and know that not all cuts are from the devil. Not all pulling away is from the enemy. Not all pain is from the enemy. Some of the pain, believe it or not, comes from what God allows. Some of the hurt comes from what God allows. And hear me, brothers and sisters, if you're feeling a pain, don't, if you're feeling hurt, if you're feeling some 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 discomfort, before you're quick to say, I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus, take a moment and think about where this pain and this discomfort and this hurt is coming from. And the first thing you ought to say is, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Whatever you're doing, thank you, Lord. Because I guarantee you, whether it whether the pain is coming from um, something you have done to yourself or something that the enemy is doing or something that God or uh, something else, understand this, whatever it is, God is allowing it so that you can be sanctified. The way through is through. The way to get sanctified is you have to be shifted. You have to be pressed. You have to be cut. And it's going to take some time. Now, let me also say this, and I close. Um, I close with this. Understand that sanctification is a process. I heard uh, Dion say that the other day, and it rung in my spirit for for since ever ever since I heard that. I I I I, I knew that before, but something about this hit different. I heard that, and and it rung so heavy. Because now I understand that you don't stop being sanctified. It's a process that continues. It goes on. Sanctify me, Lord. Keep on sanctifying me. Every day, I need to, I, I need to finish, the, keep going through the process. There's more that God needs to cut away from me. And that also ought to keep you humble, understanding that I'll never be where I need to be but I'm grateful for where God has taken me. I'm going to say that again. I'll never be where I need to be, but I'm grateful that he's taking me. 
I'm on my way. I'm making it. I'm doing what I can. And as long as you keep pushing forward, as long as you keep allowing God to work in you and through you, trust me, that process gets a whole lot easier. Um, a process, not um, maybe not easier, but it gets you get a a, a, a custom. You you understand what's happening. You understand it's a partnership, and that God is working in you and through you. God is doing it. He's got you. He's got you. And he will never do anything to you uh, to destroy you. All that God allows, all that God does, it's all for, uh, for, for you to be blessed. And every blessing doesn't come with fanfare and a celebration and a party and a good feeling and all is great. Some processes, some of these processes come with pain and hurt. And just we need to understand, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Though, though I feel this pain, though I feel this hurt, though I'm going through these trials, I trust God. I know God's got me. He's, he's, he's had me before, and I know he'll keep blessing me. With that said, um, who's on the call? Who didn't get a chance to say good morning? Um, you may uh, speak. Good morning, Brother Marcus. This is Sister Tracy. Thank you so much for your declaration. Haven't heard you in a while. Bless you, Sister Tracy. Good to hear you. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Thank you for your declaration. Amen. Bless you. Good morning, Sister Diane. Great declaration. Thank you, Sister Diane. Appreciate that. Bless you. Bless you, too. Good morning, this is Juanita. Awesome declaration. Blessings to you. Amen. Good morning, this is Yolanda. Good morning, Yolanda. Good morning, this is Krishanda. Awesome declaration. So glad to hear your voice again. God bless you. God bless you. Good morning, my sister. Good morning. Christina Joy here. Awesome declaration. Blessings to you. Who was that? Christina Joy. Bless you. Good to hear your voice. Good morning, Brother Marcus. Oh, here you go. Hi, this is Gloria, Brother Marcus. Hi, whoever that was. Thank you for the declaration. Um, God bless. Amen. Thank you, Sister Gloria. Go ahead, Wilkes. Oh, it was Rochelle. I just want to say um, good morning. Great declaration. Thank you, Rochelle. God bless you. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Kendra. Good morning. God bless you. And this is persistent Priscilla. Good morning, Brother Marcus. God bless you. God bless you, Priscilla. Hey, there's a song that said the word, the lyrics are like the promise still stands. 
great is your faithfulness and you never fail me yet. And um, even through our sanctification, he will never fail us. So awesome declaration. Thank you. Amen. I hope I can find that song. I will send it in messages because I'm not on Facebook. Hey, man, no problem. Anyone else? Before we jump into Love, Life, and Victory. Three, two, one. All right, let's go. Um, <laughs> uh, any, any, uh, any, I want to allow time for folks who want to share, have any questions, or have any nuggets, any things that you, that stood out to you um, about the declaration um, this morning, anything that blessed you or stood out to you this morning, and I'll go ahead and get started. Hi, uh, Brother Marcus. This is Prosperous Pam. Um, wonderful. It really, really was an amazing declaration. Um, first, when you had asked for prayer, I just know that I will be continuing to lift you in prayer. Congratulations on getting your credentials. Um, I told, totally relate to, you know, to, for the continued prayers because, yeah, when, when God elevates us, you know, sometimes there's pressure, but I'm, you know, I'm not agreeing anything like that for you, but I'm just going to be agreeing with God that it's going to be a wonderful transition. So congratulations on that. Um, and then secondly, I wanted to say that I learned something new from your lesson today, and it's going to make me want to go look into consecration more. And that was when you talked about um, sometimes people think, and this is what I thought, I, I thought it was just being set when the term set apart. I did see it as set apart from people, not realizing until you had said it that it's from other things, from bondage, from from other. So I just want to go into that lesson and just really um, learn more about consecration because of what you shared today. So thank you so much. Have a blessed day. All blessings to you. Amen. It, it cut me when I was reading it and I was like, what? <laughs> It's not just like, you know, ooh, I'm being made beautiful. Yes, I'm being made beautiful, but it's some stuff that's being cut off, you know. Ooh, yeah, Lord. Hello, this is Yolanda. Um, I just want to thank you for the declaration today and what I got out of the lesson was when you started talking about how you added vegetables to season your food, and the correlation for me was, um, as you know better, you do better. So uh, the process of being sanctified gets better and sweeter as time goes by, and it's based on your relationship and how close you become to God. So thank you for sharing. Say that, say that. Amen. Amen. Hey, Brother Marcus. Um, hey, good morning. Good morning. What stood out to me was when you said that you should not glorify sanctification and to stay humble even after or while going through the process and you come out of the other side. And that, you know, it's just a, a prime example of that was how Jesus was 
um, sanctified. He was set apart for a purpose, but stayed humble the entire time, even being um, God walking among us. So, thank you. That was an awesome, awesome part to reflect on. That's a great point. Yes, you're absolutely right. And he did remain humble the whole time. Absolutely. Great point. Hey, good morning. This is Kedra again. And when um, you said how you sharpen the knife, you know, stuff, the metal comes off of it, but it's still sharpening. So what I got from that was iron and sharpening iron. God sanctifying us and putting putting and placing people in our lives to sharpen like-minded people in our lives to help sharpen it. So that's like iron um, iron and sharpening iron. So scripture's getting fulfilled, you know, in order for us to be sanctified. I'm digging this topic. Thank you. Oh, man, bless you. And I just, I don't know if this is epiphany or, or, or this water I drank, but <laughs> I just got something from what you just said. Um... People glorify that process too. You know, I ain't trying to die. You know, you know, I'm good. You're good. No, 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 no. And when you get sharpened, understand that it doesn't feel good. And so here's another thing people do, right? So you know how you have you you, you have a relationship with someone, whether it's a friendship or uh, you know a coworker or a leader or something like that, and and and, and things get tense between you. Um, some of that is sharpening, and what a lot of us do is we pull away from the relationship, not understanding that the tensity or the issues or the challenges are also sharpening you. And so if you run away before the process is done, you won't complete that, which is why a lot of times you'll end up in a relationship with somebody totally different, and you'll see the same challenges. Ooh, I'm preaching to myself. Let me shut up. Thank you. That part. That part. <laughs> Good morning, Brother Marcus. It's Rochelle again. Um, and as you were talking, I I just can see, you know, us saying, you know, thank God for our enemies. And we'd be like, thank God for our enemies. Wait, what? Let me get them a two-piece and a biscuit and be done with it. But if we look at the reality of it all, um, they keep us on our game. And not, not a game, but they keep us on the our spiritual game. Um, and it just brought back the the part of Psalms 23 when it says, I will make your enemies your footstool, and I will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. That's that set apart without, um, you know, um, going in on them, not uh, reacting to their stuff, but being bigger than the situation and, and, and portraying, allowing your will to become God's will, that humility again, it's that strength under control um, to allow the sanctification process to take its place. Um, it, no, it don't feel good. I, I, you know, growing up in a <laughs> sanctified, lay you out, uh, Holy Spirit church where it was just, it was no nonsense, um, wasn't no plan. I mean, you can mock the, the mothers and the elders in the church, but you better do it outside. Because if that thing come up on you, it, it, you was gonna get it. <laughs> but it it, it actually um, it used to scare me when you when I saw the 
the, you know, the saints getting the Holy Ghost because I didn't understand. And I was just like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be falling out. My son makes a joke about it all the time. But when the Lord comes through and give him um, insight and does something for him, not just blessings, but when he really gets to see the Lord for himself, that's part of the sanctification process for him because he saw he understood and he allowed God to be God, who he, who he, who God is. So that it could be a little scary, it could be a little hard, but the process has to happen. So God, thank God for you. Amen. That's good. Thank you for sharing that. And that's so true. I came up in the same. Um, it sounded like it was. Sound like it was my home church. <laughs> started it. Uh, that's so true. Um, and and my current pastor often says too that the Holy Spirit doesn't come just to make you stomp, spit, and sweat. You know, you know, roll around the floor. And all, so although sometimes that is the result that some people uh, experience, the ultimate reason why the Holy Spirit comes upon you is to give you, like you said, insight, and uh, so that you can see inside of yourself, um, show you what you need to change. You ever notice? You ever notice when you're in praise and worship, sometimes you start lifting up the name of the Lord, you start singing songs unto God, and you get in the spirit of worship, and then things that you've done or things that you're involved in or things that you need to change come to your mind. Um, and what I used to do is rebuke the devil. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. No, no, no. No, no, no. Because when, you, when you're in worship, here's something I also learned. When you're in worship um, and you get a glance at God, oftentimes it looks like a mirror. And God begins to show you where you are, who you are, and what you're connected to. And so as a result, as you're worshiping him, what you should do, oh, God, thank you for your grace. Forgive me. Help me. Change me. That's what's happening. Amen. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Anybody else have anything? Good morning. Good morning, everyone. This is Tony. I thank God for the word on this morning for the people of God. I was listening at your declaration. It was awesome to the point. It was plain. I'm sure everyone got it. But who the Son of Man has set free is free indeed. I think Paul said that. So we have a responsibility whether we want to be set free. And I heard you say we not only be set apart from people, but we be set apart from sin in your life. So you have a responsibility. Whether you want to sin, God gives us a way to escape. But when the Holy Ghost comes, you have to not yield to temptation, but yield to the Holy Spirit and let him lead and guide you into, you know, all truth and what you need to do concerning the Lord. So we have a choice what we want to do. So I thank you this morning for your declaration. Thank you. Blessings to you. Thanks for sharing. Anyone else have anything? If not, no problem. Um, uh, 
grateful to share today, and um, um, I hope everyone has a blessed Favor Friday. Um, remember, no um, no um, call tonight, um, but we will be on at the next time, and I appreciate everyone for your kind words and for chiming in and sharing in love, life, and victory. Have a great and wonderful day and weekend, and be blessed. Have a good one. Peace and blessings. Love y'all. Have a great day. Have a great day, everyone. Have a great day. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a blessed day, everyone.